Good evening, God, from the bathroom and its two occupants at present, Tony the toilet, the master of the master bath, and I, who is an approved visitor and the keeper of all that is clean. Let's get this out of the way right away. I am an OCD person. As a boy, I was called the Angleman, the Angleman, because it was not good enough to have everything in its place. No, 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 no. Every item had to be aligned just so. Why, you ask? Actually, I do know the answer to this one. My loving parents created an ongoing daily carnival of upheaval and these voices, mainly over money. And though I loved my dad, when he came home, I would, in a Pavlovian fashion, scurry up to my room and shut the door before the carnival began. In my room, I had control. I could banish mess and chaos from my presence, something I had absolutely no control over in the rest of our small Cape Cod-style house. Sometimes, the image of a Japanese city will wake up in my mind. Oh, the order. The residents washing the sidewalks with mops, the absence of garbage cans, for it is the duty of all citizens, all citizens, to carry their trash with them until they reach their homes. There will be no shaming of order and no soiling of cleanliness. I weep with joy. Yet as joyous as I may be, well, this view is actually a warped one. The societal constrictions of Japanese society causes anxiety and mental scarring as we try, as they try, to control and keep life in order. And the fallout is recognized and understood and the clean and orderly way still continues regardless. It must be done. And it must be done. I agree. But why, you ask? <laughs> I can answer that one too. Well, at least I can bullshit the answer. Your game, God, can be overwhelming. Heard that before? One way to play the game with less foreboding is to do what one can to create the very, the very least, at the very least, the illusion of order. We are creatures need order. It is what makes us follow the dictators of the world. If you can make sure that when I get up every day, there will be few surprises that I don't need to know what horrors you might be carrying out so that my days can unfold in an orderly manner. Go on. Do. Just don't tell me about it. All that we do, every creature is in service to order. From the elementary school child to the elderly woman running the daily aerobic class at the senior center, we all work, regardless of age, to make sense of things by understanding them and by commanding them and then believing in the order we create. And, spoiler alert, it makes no difference if the order is actually valid. That is not the point. If my fears, my apprehensions are calm, then I say amen. Everything must be in its place, living at the correct angle so it fits together with other pieces. Now, there are a slew of two-legged who like nothing better than to pour out a thousand-piece puzzle onto a table and get to work. I was one of them. As a boy on Saturday night, I would sit in my PJs with a cup of cocoa, watching TV and making a puzzle. Why? Well, I can answer that too. The urge to create order. 
Not one, not one. A ranger of puzzle parts sits there, looking at the array of pieces with a cup of coffee or cocoa and sighs in contentment. No! If they are happy just sitting there staring at the mess, I want to know what meds they are on. You see, as soon as the parts are scattered out there, there is an immediate, visceral urge to put the pieces together. There must be order. My family may have mocked me with good cause for my queer angled world affinity, but it worked for me. I found a way to find peace in the puzzle pieces. That's right, because outside my door, the puzzle pieces were smashing together. And then when I was outside my home, your game was a bunch of puzzle pieces smashing together. The problem with everything, though, in its place is the idea that it extended to everyone in its place. People of color, stay in your place. Asian Americans, stay in your place. Poor creatures, stay in your place. Royalty, stay in your place. Peyton, stay in your place. Get it? Peyton place? <laughs> cricket, cricket, cricket. All right, not funny, don't care. Now, where was I? Ah, everyone in their own place. Sounds very tidy. But with everyone in their own places, then there is no opportunity for a community place. A community place is not a place of tightness, but a place of chatter and buzzing energy and clashes and smiles and shouts and I say hallelujah. Don't shy away from this community place. No. Take it from me. Shying away as a boy create a weakness in me. You see? When I took away the community of my home, when I stayed in my room, I was taking something away from me. I was creating a weakness, a twisting in me that was poisonous. When acts or acts out in the shadows, the darkness rather than in the light, I should have taken my rightful place in the carnival, in my own home. I didn't. Do you see what I see, God? Do you see what I see? I see a lot of your creatures this day acting in the shadows of social media, acting in secret shadows in neighbors' living rooms. I won't confront the other, they say. I won't listen to the other. I will stay in my room and make my room just the way it should be, just there, angled just so. The angle man in me, that boy, was no hero, deserved no title of honor. That boy had no backbone to stand up and engage my parents. But I was just a boy. But my sister was just a girl, and she managed to not run to a room. She was and is stronger than me. My uncle also held the notion of everything in its place to a very high regard. He was a nervous dictator, put all his daughters and his wife in their place. There will be no rearranging of puzzle pieces. They fit one way and one way only. It was a stifling way to live. We felt it every time we went over there. Interestingly, my uncle during World War II was stationed in Japan, and he fell in love with the culture. No surprise. How can their creatures learn, though, to embrace the chaos? How can the notion that the highest form of order actually be chaos? And how can we hold that notion close and believe it? You have always asked us to find a way to laugh while facing sorrow, love while hate burns inside. I have no answers to these questions as one has no answer to the question of death. 
Hmm. Death. <laughs> For your creatures, death is not a punchline to a joke. Death is not a laughing matter. But it is something your two-legged fear as much as speaking in public. It is not just the obvious that one has no idea of what it is like to be dead, to be just spirit. Though I will confess that some of these modern strains of weed have produced an out-of-body experience that, well, gives me the illusion um, that, you know, I am all spirit everywhere. <sighs> okay, I just spaced out for a second there, took in an imaginary toke. Well, one doesn't take in death like one takes in a toke. No, death is something we choke on. It is feared because all the order of life, all the puzzle parts situated at the correct angles and fitting together disappears once the body is no more. The flesh cannot imagine death to be anything but a carnal void of swirling chaos and dread waiting over beyond the River Jordan. As I stated at the start, and I've stated freely many times in our chats, I am a member of the Order of OCD. I will mop and vacuum and put away student clothes back folded in the drawers. I will put away shoes on racks. I will angle and tap and adjust whatever I see before me, and I will not stop. Why should I? It gives me great pleasure and a calming smile that I will, I will not let go of. I want so, though. I want to embrace chaos. I want to ignore that which needs to be put in its proper place, but I cannot. I am not alone. My Japanese brothers and sisters are not alone either. I know you want your creatures to find the courage to just look at the puzzle pieces. I know you want us to stop mopping up your board game. But we cannot stop. We must find order in our lives. We may be in your image, but we aren't ready to commit to filling the void with an explosion of puzzle pieces. Yet, be content to watch the puzzle pieces come together at their own pace to form a picture that could remain a mystery forever. We just can't do that, God. We just can't. Forgive us. Well, God, speaking of angles in order, what's your angle? <laughs> That's what the humans say to each other. What's the angle? I mean, you know, what are you getting out of this? What's your secret strategy that you don't want to reveal to anybody? Do you have an angle? Is there a thing, a, a purpose? The reason why you're doing what you're doing is it boredom. What's your angle? I mean, what do you get out of all this? Obviously, you're enjoying, I would imagine, this game, this ping-ponging between disorder and order, the illusion of order that your creatures are trying to create. Does this amuse you? Is, is that the angle from which you see us? Is that the place you want us to be? Well, I'm not the place where I want to be. 
And that's time to sing a song. Actually, it's not really a song. It's a two-minute opera. Everybody has an angle. Everybody has a side. Whatever side you're on, an angle can divide. It cuts right down the middle. It makes two from one. But when you start an angle, the dividing's never done. Everybody has a place, everybody must know. There are places that you can, and there are other places you can go. Whatever side you're on, an angle offers views. When I see, you don't see. We are one, but now we're two. Once we're near dividing, it is never true. Life is a cat in a bag, scratching to get out. To break all it can, to toss us from places, to laugh right in our faces, that there's nothing but traces and shoes with no laces. Everybody has an anchor, everybody has a side, whatever side you're on. Angle can divide, it cuts right down the middle, it makes two from one, but when you start an angle, the dividing's never done. Life is a cat in a bag, scratching to get out, to break all it can. To toss us from places, to laugh right in our faces, that there's nothing but traces and shoes with no laces. Everybody hates the madness, everybody hates the swirl, whatever side you're on, a boy or a Sometimes we see no choice. We're mute, have lost our voice. We're scared and hurried to a place. We hide and cover our face. But once that has begun, the dividing is never done. Well, God, it seems that I'm going to run to my place. I'm going to run to bed and pull the covers up over my head. <laughs> you know, that's what a bed is for some. It's an angle. It's a place to put yourself. Not someone else putting you there. You put yourself there because you don't want to Pull the covers down. You don't want to look out. Well, sometimes we need to. Sometimes we need to curl up under the covers and just wait. Well, I'm just going to go to bed. Night, God. Rest. <laughs>